Welcome back or welcome to the Micro Leadership Podcast. In this series, we will be talking to leaders from a whole range of different disciplines and different businesses. We'll be trying to understand how they got to do what they do now and what their journey has been like. Each conversation will focus on each person's story, the challenges they faced, the successes they've achieved, the failures they've come through, and of course, what they've learned along the way. Each of these conversations will be designed to help you to understand the journey that others take to become great leaders, so you can learn to develop and become an even better leader yourself. We really hope you enjoy this conversation. In today's conversation, we are talking to Sasha Krista. Sasha is the founder and CEO of Lionique London and Third Eye Tech, both businesses that are supporting startups in the tech sector, one of the fastest paced sectors in the world and at the cutting edge of innovation. In this great conversation, she shares how she herself has developed her own business, how having the tenacity and persistence and enjoying the challenge has led her to leading three businesses as well as being a young mother. She also shares how important vision is and how critical it is for us to have something that we are trying to bring into existence, a vision that we're going after. So without further ado, let's jump straight into this great conversation. So hi, Sasha. Welcome to the Micro Leadership Podcast. It's fabulous to have you on this afternoon. So um, thanks for, for, for joining me. Thank you, Hayden. I'm very, very happy to be here and uh, I'm looking forward to our conversation. Yeah, so am I. Really excited to, to get to know you a little bit more and find out your story. So tell, tell our listeners a little bit about what it is that you do and maybe give us a bit of background as to how you've come to, to be doing what you're doing. Sure. Um, so I am. I have two hats currently now. Well, three actually. I'll mention later. <laughs> you already know a bit. But uh, currently, I have two companies. Uh, for over ten years, over here in the UK, I've been running consulting business. I have a strategic consultancy focusing on business, brand, and marketing strategies, and I work primarily uh, with uh, tech startups. Uh, earlier stage tech startups uh, uh, or innovation companies, uh, helping them to launch into the market, expand internationally, um, accelerate growth, uh, again, if needed, if yeah. they still. And um, very exciting work. Love the challenge. Every, mm. every single business is different. I love, you know, I love creating stuff. So being able to work with this type of companies means that I get hands-on working on lots and lots of different innovation and mm-hmm. latest developments and stuff like that. So really love what I do. Uh, and uh, being creative myself uh, on the background, I have lots of kind of versions of bits and pieces solutions I work on. Half of them I didn't have time to finalize, but one of the major ones I started putting into work and I have a tech, start- tech company as well, tech okay. startup. Uh, one of the reasons why uh, tech companies like working with me because I am able to be creative and work their language, uh, understand their language. So yeah. love that space myself. And uh, the spin-off from my consulting business is my 
MarTech, marketing technology, uh, startup, uh, it's marketing automation mm-hmm. for streamlining a marketing processes. And uh, it has planned a lot of exciting developments for the next mm. 20 years. But obviously, I need to first bring into the market in the first version. So working on the launch uh, very uh, kind of heavily right now going towards web summit where we will be presenting fair tech as well i'm yeah, very proud being selected mm. one of the of, of their startups so i need to really speed up things <laughs> 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 yes but uh hopefully launching the mvp early next year brilliant fantastic so a very busy lady um yeah so what, what 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 attracted you to the tech sector where did that come from where, where did you kind of i start am to very i am that yeah it's um started i've been kind of always there uh, i studied art then i studied architecture so you probably will see that connection yeah. because architecture is very much a connecting creativity with technology and yeah. uh, even though i haven't finished the studies because of personal stuff lots of messy things in my family uh that I, I kind of and we had a creative professor <laughs> So I, I didn't finish those studies, got into graphic design, branding, and it all developed. Everything I do, even now with the tech and with the consulting, is creative work for me. Yeah. And it just went from one thing to another, from the from the arts to architecture to graphic design, branding. Um, then I went to web design, multimedia, uh, for which uh, I went back to studies here in the UK when I arrived here over 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. Won some awards for the work, uh, got recognition. Um, started working with smaller companies uh, that drive, drove me to uh, work on solutions for them because I realized they struggle with figuring out what and how they should be doing. That, mm. le- that led into creating solutions for, which happened to develop into the consulting business, Lionique, yeah. where I have my lots of IP again, strategic plans with framework, uh, power classes and methodology. And the methodology is turning now, being turned now into the tech company. Yeah. Plus, I have um, uh, this new hybrid accelerator to launch, almost to launch, and I need a business partner there. Hopefully, I will be able to persuade uh, one of the people I'm talking to or somebody else to join me because I'm just doing way too many things on my own. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does sound like you've definitely got your uh, your plate full. So. So kind of take me back a little bit when you were when you were setting out. So you're studying art and then you studied architecture and you say so combining that creativity with kind of technology together. Would you have imagined at that time that you would now be running your own business, successful consultancy, helping kind of tech startups with with some of their strategic plans and, and how to bring that to to place was that kind of a something that was mapped out for you for you in your own mind or is it just something that's kind of organically come about kind of both okay. uh, because um i always kind of was inclining to work for myself because how i started working for myself at the first place was just getting annoyed with bosses i just uh you know they uh, i have certain level of uh, some standard of work certain standard of work and when i was working for my bosses and they were cutting corners and not doing the best for clients Mm. 
mm. or just picking clients because they they quickly will, were rushing through you know the money and stuff. I thought that you know there can be a better way. I, they, the clients should be getting different type of service, yeah. and I you know um, when I was, was trying to discuss it with them, they just I, I had a few arguments. <laughs> yeah, and I just decided that I would enjoy more working kind of directly with clients I enjoy working with. So the yeah. original direction was to do what I like and choose what I like. You know, the clients, the work, and and so, and so on. Um, so it kind of developed into me working on my own stuff, my own way, uh, very, mm-hmm. pretty quickly, pretty quickly. I was also changing jobs very quickly because I learned very quickly what what I supposed to do and that I was bored. Yeah. So you can see that, you know, I need three companies in one go or something like that, because <laughs> otherwise it's unsatisfactory. Um, so the speed uh, as an employee wasn't for me either. Uh, so very quickly I started freelancing and kind of developing things for myself back in Czechia, where I am originally from. Yeah. And when I came to the UK, uh, originally for a year, as it <laughs> always is, uh, I'm here 16 years later and um i'm doing i'm running business again and it's now kind of growing into much bigger things yeah i didn't though expect uh back in czechia or over here when i was starting again to do what i'm doing now Hmm. Uh, that's not the case i knew that i you know i like working for myself that i want to change the world i didn't know how but I, i was like i will figure it out and uh I love concept development and challenges and kind of helping other people to also succeed. And this all can work when you build it into something you, you, uh, you are growing yourself. Uh, I didn't start a uh, consultancy business. I was starting mm-hmm. this kind of creative agency, kind of multimedia space yeah. that developed into consulting. I had to figure out what I'm doing there. And then it's now spin off into tech company. I have, you know, the tech company and accelerators and, other bits and pieces and it's just a natural development so it's organic in that sense hmm. but the kind of vision or direction of what i like and how i would like to work that has been there since the beginning fantastic i, I love that I love, I love the combination of the organic hmm. but, but but also part of the planned so there's a couple of things that i'd really love to to hear your views on so you sound to me like you're somebody who has got a big a big impact to make and maybe the role of an employee was suppressing that impact mm. that you could have on the world you know you, you said that there's something bigger that you you needed to, to kind of do so I'd love to give you your thoughts because there must be loads of people who are listening to this podcast who are in that place who are perhaps feeling a bit suppressed in their own their own role so I'd love to to kind of um, hear your views on, on on that and and what's what's this driver that's within you what is this this kind of purpose if we want to use that word that sits within you And then the second thing I want to kind of tune into is what it takes to go out and be somebody who leads your own business and and makes a success. So I'd want to just talk into that. But let's start off with this. What is it that's within you? What's what's this purpose, this drive? uh, And how does it feel when you were feeling suppressed within previous roles and maybe how it felt when you um, that that suppression was removed because you started your own business? Uh, I think that. I have answered for one of the questions because it really comes to personality and your personal mm. vision and what you, if you know yourself, what you would like to do, what you enjoy. And you, you need to have quite a bit of strength, to be honest, because uh, it's not for, <laughs> uh, you know, how do you call it in English? Uh, uh, 
heart fainted? No, not for the faint-hearted. Like faint-hearted. faint-hearted. Yeah, yeah, the other way around. Faint-hearted. Um, it does take lots of energy, lots of. It, it can hurt sometimes. I went. I've actually had to go through divorce to get myself out of problematic relationships because if you don't have your personal life sorted out, you can't actually build your uh, professional life either. Mm. It's lots of focus, lots of working on yourself, not only on the business, especially if you want to grow something bigger. It's definitely a huge amount of learning. So if you find exciting and you, you know, being able to learn all the time and grow yourself and see all those challenges, if you can actually survive them in a way for yeah. a long time, because it's a survival mode for a long time. You have to learn so many things. You might be expert in one thing, but then you start business and you realize how many things you don't have and you don't yeah. know. It's a really, it can be a very painful process. Even if you go for coaches and mentors and you pay money for them. I had mentors who not only helped me, but also damaged my business and I had to get myself out of that. Lots of other lessons to learn. So it's a very challenging, but exciting process. When you actually see the results, you get, you know, a, uh, I love being proud of what I've done and I love mm. being for, to make my clients proud of their businesses, of their work, of whatever they do. So it's a lot for me around pride mm. and in a good way, obviously, not the arrogant yeah. way. Um, yeah. Arrogancy has these two sides, one good and one bad. So I'm always hoping that I'm in the good one, yeah. <laughs> not on the good side, not the dark side, as uh, <laughs> some geeks would say. Um, and this creative geek so yeah <laughs> resonates with me as well but yeah. uh it's uh it, it is personality a lot mm. if um if you think that you would like to start something uh it's good to keep it a, a bit of naive thinking naive side of you because uh, you never can be fully prepared for what's coming and you need yeah. to kind of go against the walls and go yeah, I will survive it, you know, I'm this, this, this crazy personality, like you can walk through one wall, then you can do the other one, and you know, I can make it, and then if you just go kind of exhausted, and then you just shake it off and go like, no, I still, you know, I can bring the value to the, to the world, so it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of this personal, personal war in some way. And is this so, because what I'm hearing from you is you're somebody who has had the courage to step out of situations that haven't been serving you, so whether that be, oh, I heard the reference to personal life and that's in kind of professional life. But there are so many people who are, are kind of fearful of taking that step. They know that the, the place that they're in right now, whether it's the job, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a, a friendship situation, a, a group situation, whatever it might be. Lots of reasons why people feel stuck in, in their lives. And yet they're fearful to do anything about it. They're fearful of making a change because what if it all goes wrong? What if it? What if I, I end up in a worse place than I start? And you talked about kind of having this tenacity of being willing to overcome challenge. But what was the? What what's the courage that you have to make that first step? Because that first step is the one that takes the most courage. What would you? What What would you say from your experiences is, is you know, the courage you need to take that first step? Well, what resonated with me when you were just talking was this what if. Mm. Unless you tried, you will not know. Mm. It's all just assumption. You will have no clue if you can do it or some what if will happen if you don't try it. Mm. So 
I, I, that doesn't doesn't function in my vocabulary. What if? Not not to, not to the future. Not to, not uh, when it comes to past. What if I haven't done it? Well, I'm I'm unemployable right now. You know. Uh, so what if I stay there and had some more comfortable life? You know, job. Maybe I would love it. I don't know. I don't care yeah. because I will never know. You know. For me, it's about making decisions right now and be comfortable with them because you made the decision. So at that point, it was the right decision. It might end up in the future as a bad decision, but there is no bad decision. Actually, it's just learning. Yeah. You just learn that it wasn't for you, or that the economy just went wrong, or you know that your you don't have the right support around you because it actually is a lot about having the right support around you in, mm. in terms of family, partners, whatever it is. I'm so glad about having my partner with me because he will go with me anywhere. Yeah. He is going kind of like I will. I will sacrifice my life right now and do everything around you because you will make the millions and then we will be very happy. <laughs> so uh, you know he is supporting supporting massively and it's important because without that, trust me, it doesn't work. That's right. what it will make hard. It's hard enough to do it with you know. Uh, learning all that all uh, all that stuff you have to do uh, on the business on yourself without the support it's, it's even harder yeah and so, so what if definitely not to think about what if just go and try give it a, give it a go and if see what happens yeah if, do, do some planning at the beginning yeah. I, i'm a strategist do some planning at the beginning think it through not just jump and without knowing anything it's just yeah. not good you can't spend time preparing obviously uh but if you want to do something, just go and try. Yeah. And so you're working in a really exciting space. You know, the te tech environment um, mm. overall is a really exciting space. And then startup businesses, again, a very exciting uh, space to be. And, and of course, we know that a huge amount of tech uh, or startups, not necessarily tech startups, but startups um, struggle. And there's some brilliant ideas that kind of um, lay waste on the ground because they've not been able to take it past that startup phase and get it to, to, to scale and grow. So. What are you seeing around some of the business that you're working with in the sector that you're working in that makes the difference between a business that does succeed and a business that struggles? I'm just really interested because you've got a real kind of um, point of the arrow view on, on the world around us at the moment with this tech startup location. What, what for you is the thing that stands out, those businesses that do go on to make something and those that you know, fall by the wayside? Personality of the founders and perseverance, really. Uh, you know, you can you can say the investors are looking for the teams and brilliant idea which will change the world, but they already done it. The, the, the investors can be funny sometimes yeah. in what they are looking for, but teams are obviously important. So, uh, but it all starts uh, at the vision. But it all starts with the with the founder because the founder has to have the vision. Yeah, they have to be strong and persevere. Uh, you know, have the perseverance to really go. Uh, against the tide and they need to be they need to have a personality that can do it and bring the right people on board again it's about personality if you are a person who can't work with anyone with anyone else and you want to change the world it's not going to work because you mm. will need to work you need to learn to work with lots of other people um, and figure out how to build the teams the right way it's practically just finding friends who will get excited about what you do. And everybody's so excited that they are willing to work for free and that works for tech companies, not so much for consulting businesses. <laughs> it's, it's, everything is different. It's, um, 
it's actually every business I worked with had very different challenge. And it again comes to especially the founder who has his or her own expertise or knowledge or, uh, you know, what they are good at. And there will be always some gaps. And uh, depending how the team mixed up and who was good and who was bad and stuff like that, it always is very different mix. But if you, if you have the vision and if you get people excited about the vision and bring them on board and they have lots of expertise which they feed up into the business, um, so they can kind of, they become your extended arms because mm. uh, stronger the people you bring on board and more excited they are and you are, if you are able to communicate the vision very clearly, then you are on a boat which goes the same direction and they are, they are paddling very strongly in the same direction and it yeah. really works. It's rarely going to work like that at the beginning. You just need to, you know, it takes time to figure out. I run yeah. the whole consulting business to help with that and it's very hard work. I burn brains. I make people sweat when <laughs> do work. It's not easy, but if it's digged out and really worked uh, like on a dough, then it will grow, it will work, it will all start making sense by itself and the acceleration and the money and whatever you want from it comes with it when it's mm. actually done correctly. So it's actually every single business is different. So one needs to really understand them to build them and help them the right way, yeah. but it starts with the visionary. Mm. That's for sure. Fantastic. Some, some great thoughts there and some great insights. I really appreciate that. So if you look over your experiences, what's the, what's the thing you've learned about yourself the most? As you come through your journey from artist to architect to or, or learning architecture and into um, creating your own businesses and, and stepping out of a kind of corporate place into, a, into a, um, a self-employed or entrepreneurial space, what have you learned about yourself most? Well, the most uh, actually was when I was doing my own value seeking for myself. So I would actually be able to understand myself because I realized after the divorce that I had no clue who I was anymore. Mm. And that was very painful to find out, but uh, took me, I think, about a year to properly put the, my, my own values together. Uh, but then it you know, again, it's very clear, clearly just showed that I love challenge. I like, I love making people proud of what they do as well. I love helping them, but the challenge, excitement, um, you know, that's something I need in my, in my life, mm -hmm. giving value, value to others and um, everything around, you know, uh, learning, you know, educating myself, uh, it's part of that challenge as well, ongoing change, uh, that I'm very good in change, you know, change yeah. environment. I wanted to avoid it, but realized that I, it was completely wrong. It went so wrong. Um, so I, I went back to, the, to the change uh, stream and that really worked for me. So mm. I need the constant change. I need a challenge. I need all these things. So I build up what I do in that space and I build up my life that way. So when I'm running three businesses and I have a baby and all that stuff, it just, just kind of fits. Um, uh, it's my own personal madness, which fits me. And uh, so it, it was the learning about myself, which helped me to figure out also the business and 
everything else around it. And I think that's one of the core things everybody who wants to do something uh, exciting and big, uh, they need to figure out about themselves. They might not have these these values at all. They might be completely somewhere else. Yeah. They don't have to be, you know, like me. Uh, you know, it's enough there is one of me, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. But uh, uh, it's about understanding yourself. Then you can put together the business the right way. Then you can put your own life and your own space the right way. It's kind of, as I call it, my personal bubble. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, then you can build everything else around it in the right way, allow the right people in, you know, and uh, if you have all that in place, you can change the world. Every single person can change absolutely. the world if they if they do it this way. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, um, I was doing a session this morning and we, we shared with people, you know, if you want to change the world without, you have to start by changing the world within and yeah. do that inner work on your own framework before you can start influencing the world outside. So, mm -hmm. so I love that, great great, great thinking and really good um, good insight for our, our listeners. So just to kind of close out our, our time together this afternoon, what's the, what's the one piece of advice that you would give to anybody listening to this? So people listening to this podcast, they're either running their own business or they are a leader in the corporate space. You know, it could be a senior leader, could be a junior, or they might even be just um, stepping out on their own leadership career for the first time and you know, being responsible for others for the first time. So what's the one piece of advice you give to anybody listening to this that they can take from you to apply in their own leadership practice? I believe that everything starts with vision and every single person has some vision in them and it's all about exploring it working on it developing it and whatever place wherever you are uh whatever you do it's always about vision if you if you have your own vision and you can work on it and develop it you'll be happy because you are working on something which excites you and that can be anywhere it doesn't have to be you know this a project about flying on mars Mars or something like that it can be a little thing in your life you know you are passionate about and you have vision for improving life of the birds that you have outside of the window you know or mm -hmm. whatever because they you know they are annoyed by squirrels or whatever it is it's you know everything because well it's nature we need to you know uh take care of our nature anyway so please somebody take care of them <laughs> <laughs> but uh it, it, it can be anything, you know, it's personal, yeah. it's very personal, it comes from inside, uh, and it's something which we can get excited about. So whatever it is, always work on your vision, make it as clear as possible, start communicating it and make, you know, start seeing what can help you to make it true. I, I love that. And I love the way that you talk, because many people get daunted by this concept of vision, thinking it has to be some grand strategy that's going to change the world. But you're right, it can be as, as small as wanting to make a change in the immediate space around you and you've got a vision of what that might look like and start work on that. So I love that. Yeah, great, great thought. Just start with vision for your own life, mm, you know, exactly. how you improve what you have around you. So you don't have around around yourself people who just annoy you or make your life miserable. That's mm -hmm. a great vision. If we all were, were, were doing this and making our life better, we wouldn't need to be you know, in, in miserable places. So let's start with that. Absolutely. Changing the world, yeah. <laughs> you know, leave it to crazy people like me or go for it if you have something really exciting, but it doesn't have to be. Vision doesn't have to be always about changing the world unless it's your own. It always should be starting with your own. 
Perfect. Love it. So clear. So thank you for that. Sasha, where can people You're find welcome. you if they want to they want to connect with you and find out more about what you do um, or, or just kind of connect and, and, and find out more about you yourself? Where, where can people find you? Where do they go to look for you? Uh, probably the easiest will be LinkedIn. Uh, that should stay there. I've been working on it for so long time. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> planning to delete it anytime soon. So LinkedIn is probably the best. Uh, otherwise, it's, um, you know, Lionique business, so Sasha at Lionique.com or Sasha Krista at third eye tech, uh, that's third hyphen I dot tech, a bit weird uh, link, but if they want to go directly, but if they have a look at uh, third eye tech and Lionique or ideally my LinkedIn profile directly, it's yeah. easier way to communicate with me than anywhere else. Perfect. Well, we'll make sure all of those links are in the show notes. So if anybody wants to get in touch with you, they absolutely can do that. Sasha, I just want to say a huge thank you for your time today. Uh, you've given just so much wisdom and 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 um, insight from your own experiences. I think it's been a, a really, um, really joyous uh, conversation for me. And, I, and I've learned a lot from it. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. And thank you for guiding it so perfectly. It was very easy for me to talk about everything. Uh, you're very welcome. It's been great. Thank you. Thank you very much. We really hope you enjoyed this conversation just as much as we did. And if you have, then we'd love you to go to your podcast platform of choice and give us a rating. And what's more, if you've got friends who you know would also appreciate hearing the kind of stories of leaders who are making it in their particular chosen field, and will benefit from listening in, then tell them all about it. The only way that we can grow this podcast is through you helping us to get the word out there. So we'd really appreciate if you can share it with those people you know who would also benefit from listening in. Thanks very much, and we look forward to sharing our next conversation with you.